0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it, fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. You know, it's funny, Jay. By the way, those kids, were they amazing? The, the, Amazing doesn't just, even go.
1: I, I remember when they first appeared on Ellen and thinking, "Wow."
0: I, I had not heard of them until uh, this moment, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, when I heard actually us coming back from news and before we were on the air, and I said, "Wait a second, is that? Yeah, is that them?"
1: No, oh, that was Zach. That was Zachary. Yeah. So wow. that's that opening. So this Netflix series—it's a new animated kids series called *Motown Magic* on Netflix—and he is singing ABC. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's that's young well, Zachary. Well,
0: just very well spoken, extremely polite oh, and respectful, personable. and so talented. My goodness, the whole package. Um, you know, well that's unrelated.
1: <laughs> well, it was uh, to, to be
0: honest with you, they blew me away. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um,
1: and it was funny because when I when I handed you stuff earlier today and you're like, what's this? Oh I God, like, "Yeah, I, 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 for yeah. three o'clock. I'm like, just,
0: yeah. I know. You, you can say it. You handed it to me and I go, what is this? And you were like, three o'clock guests. And I was like, yeah, all right. And I like tossed it back onto the desk again with attitude. And it wasn't because I didn't want to have them in here or anything like that. I was just in a really bad mood. Had I known, well, well yeah. that would have cheered me up right there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was going to make mention of the fact, and it's just funny, I've told you before that we're a hardy bunch here in Edmonton. We really are. And I think of, and I've said this before, I think of it every time we have weather like we have now and and we're scraping windshields or doing anything else or, you know, running outside to start the car to warm it up, and you think to yourself, man, why do we live here? But we live here because we're tough enough to live here. That's why, right? Um, last night I get home, and my wife, I don't know why she waited for the coldest day of the season, um, said hey I was thinking we'd barbecue hamburgers tonight right and oh by we she meant me it was really cold but that's fine it was like quite it was snowing and it was the wind was blowing so I went and started the barbecue and I came back in my wife then told me well I'm doing french fries I'm like okay she goes well they're going to take like whatever 30 minutes Mm -hmm. so you don't want to start the barbecue yet and I said yes you do you want to warm it up and then she says oh yeah and then what happens if it runs out of propane And I go, well, it's not going to run out of propane, first of all. And secondly, I've got a backup tank. She goes, well, I hope it's not empty. And of course it's not. So then I look out the window about 10 minutes later, and the snow has not melted off the barbecue, which is weird. (laughs) (laughs) So I go back out. And wouldn't you know, we ran out of propane. So I went to the uh, garage where I keep the full replacement tank. Mm. And thank goodness for husbands everywhere. It was full, as I said it would be. uh, But I hooked it back up, and it wouldn't work. (laughs)
1: So you had fried hamburgers. Oh, I'm
0: just, you know, you have to reset the regulator, right? And so now I'm on my phone because I don't want to go back in the kitchen where there's witnesses to this. You
1: reset the regulator. Don't you just undo it and
0: then... No, sometimes the it just won't flow and you got to reset it. So there's a procedure for resetting it. And mm. prior to knowing this, I actually got rid of a barbecue mm. because I thought it didn't work anymore, but it's actually just the regulator. So you have to turn everything off and then open up all the... Uh, all okay, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And then you hook it back up and open it up and then it flows again, right? But it took me like 20 minutes to get this thing.
1: So did you end up barbecuing? Yeah, the I barbecued okay. the damn All
0: burgers, right. but geez. <laughs> and I had to stay out there the whole time because I didn't want to come back in to admit yeah. that something had gone wrong that I said would not go wrong. But if it hadn't have gone, if it hadn't run out of propane while I was... Warming, you know, barbecue, even if I'd have started it later, it still would have run on propane. It was just
1: it was a little sketchy last night, just weather wise. And obviously, the this morning, too, the drive the drive in, and I heard something like in one area of town, um, four different vehicles were stolen,
0: uh, because people yeah. had left this it this morning, um, leaving them running, running with the keys in, yeah. yeah. Um, the police warn you every year that yeah, this is going to happen. But
1: we had—I—I uh, I left here last night and, and drove all the way out to the base, mm. uh, and it was—it uh, was not very nice. And then turning around at nine o'clock and heading back in, it was—it uh, was a little sketchy. <laughs> but it's just—it's—it's it's weird because you get that um, almost like that glare ice where the wind is blowing across. The highway, and then it clears right up again, but having said that, everyone was being respectful and uh driving the way they should last night, which was nice because you always have someone that comes by and I usually in a big truck or a sports car of some yeah. sort and blows by you doing 120 when and again hey if you're confident enough and you're feeling good about it go for it but I mean it also y- you should be driving to conditions
0: well, yes since you mentioned that mm-hmm. and if you're a police officer and listening to the show I'd love to get your input on this as well because if I'm yeah. wrong I'm wrong but I don't believe I am so I saw an accident a couple of nights ago mm-hmm. that was blocking a major intersection
1: mm, right Roper Road 91st yeah, yeah and
0: there was no injury yeah Right. Um, and I had been told before by my brother, the police officer, he was an RCMP and also an EPS officer at one time, that, listen, if there's no injury um, and the cars are movable, move them. move them, because you're going to create more havoc, yeah. leaving the intersection blocked, um, and, and, you know, because it, it, the, you know, the forensic team's not showing up. So if the car has to be towed, that's one thing. Or if there's an injury, of course, that's another. If there's uh, fluids leaking, that's another. But if it's just a fender bender, don't stand there okay. with cars blocking the intersection. Move them. What to do if you're in a collision from okay. the Edmonton Police Service? First ask, is
1: someone injured? Do you suspect the driver's impaired? If you can say yes to either, call 911 and keep the vehicles where they are. Okay, are the vehicles involved still drivable? Do the drivers involved have p- proper documents? If you can say yes to both questions, police do not need to attend the scene. There it is. After all the information has been given, attend a police station to file your collision report. If you can say no to either question, then call uh, the the non-emergency police line or uh, pound three seven seven for police to attend the scene. Exchange the information, uh, figure out which station you're going to file the reports on. If the combined damages to all vehicles involved is over 2,000, you must attend a police station with your vehicle and file the collision police form.
0: And may I just add to that, uh, that these days, with everyone having a cell phone, Take pictures of your car, their car, their license, Mm -hmm. their insurance, Mm -hmm. their registration. Like rather than trusting yourself with that pen you found in the glove compartment and the napkin that you're, you know, whatever, just take pictures of them all and make sure you can see the pictures and that will do. So there's no need to sit there writing, 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 right?
1: When I was uh, rear-ended in the spring or early summer, just over by your place, actually, on Mm -hmm. Terwilliger Drive. Um, I did that. I just took pictures of everything, and I had gone to file the report at the police station over on the south side. And the fellow in question (laughs) told me, he says, well, I'm not going to file a report. I said, well, no, you you're going to have to file a report um, and actually once you file that report if the other report hadn't been filed they told me that they would call him yep. and say you need to get down here and do it
0: you know i had one uh years ago say a long time ago because we were living in those townhouses by uh the golf course there so mm-hmm. how many it's gonna be 25 years ago but you know people are just i don't want to say they're dumb but sometimes people are dumb somebody backed into our car And I mean, really backed into it, like didn't just dent it, they did some significant damage and took off. And we came out and a neighbor came over and said, I saw it, like I couldn't stop them in time, but I got a plate number. So they gave me the plate number. So we phoned police and police said, if you want to get you know this filed quickly, if it's drivable, just bring it down. So we drove it down to the neighborhood police when they used to have one in whatever, Blue Quill or whatever that was there. So we took it down, they came out and looked at it, and we gave them the plate number. And then the car that hit us pulls into the parking lot <laughs> with the front end or the back end damage where it had backed into us. And she got out and she was furious. And here's why she was furious, because she'd been in a rush So she had to get to where she was getting to so she had already she had had the accident knew she had the accident but still went to where she needed to go and then came back to tell us that she'd hit our car which was maybe a half hour 40 minutes later and that's when our neighbor said oh if you want to you want them they're now at the police station filing a report against you she was mad at us. We didn't know her, had never met her. She didn't live in our Mm -hmm. complex. She was just mad and and basically accusing us. Oh, so you called the police? You called the, you know? Yeah, yeah, you hit and run. And the constable that was taking the report, a woman constable, she just sat there and listened for a second and then just lit into her. You know what I could charge you with Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. even though Mm -hmm. you're standing here right now? It's just odd that people would think, well, you know, I'll, I, I fully intended I to come have back. To go later. go get some milk. Yeah, it was like that. Like, I was, I think actually she was picking up her dog, if I remember correctly, from a grooming appointment. So she had to go get the dog and then came back.
1: Like, really? <laughs> 3.48, um, think about uh, your favourite keepsake, maybe of someone who who you love very much, maybe someone who has passed away. Your very, very, very favourite keepsake. What is it? Let us know at 6.30, 6.30, a bizarre one out of Saskatoon coming up. going into uh, the commercials there. What is your most cherished keepsake from someone? Uh, this text just came in. Said, I have a cup and saucer set for my mom that she got from her mom from uh, around the First World War. And then this one, I have a gold pocket watch that belonged to my grandfather and a watch that belonged to my dad. Um, they're in my safe deposit box at the bank. Hmm. Well, we're going to head to Saskatoon for a second where... I- a tattoo artist there, a fairly well-known uh, tattoo artist in Saskatoon, um, had a rather unusual request for his wife. He um, he was dying, and he knew he knew that. Um, and he wanted something odd done.
0: Well, you know, he is an artist, and the work that was on his body uh, apparently very, very good, and and most of his body apparently covered in tattoos, and he, his children had shown an interest in that type of art themselves, and he wanted to make sure that his art was not lost with him, buried or burned with him, so he he looked into it, and there was apparently a a firm, a company that offers this service, that they will remove the skin that contains the mm-hmm. tattoo and preserve it somehow and frame it. And But in his case, it's so much. There's so much of his body that's covered, in, and his wife, his widow, now wants, wants it done that the the person who Kyle Sherwood, the company's chief operating officer, actually flew to Saskatoon from the United States, mm-hmm. uh, the entire job will cost about $80,000 and take about three months um, but he's going to remove the better part of the tattoos, oh, treat yeah. them, and frame them.
1: Yeah. It's called Save My Ink Forever. Yeah, it's a company that, that does this, that preserves tattoos. It's so, the creepiest
0: thing I've ever heard. And then
1: they're going to hang, frame it and hang it on the wall in the tattoo shop.
0: So my question was this, and everybody can do whatever they want. I'm 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 not judging. It's mm-hmm. just, wouldn't it be easier to take a picture? Just take a picture, a high-def picture, and frame the uh. picture. I mean, why does it have to be the actual skin?
1: Uh, tattoo is skin, skin deep, you
0: know? I Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I know, it, it, I think it's creepy for a lot of people, but for...
0: Is it not creepy for you?
1: I don't find it super creepy. I'm not sure that it's something that I would do, but I, I, I could see as a tattoo artist, someone who does this, um, that it it mm-hmm. would be appealing to them. Um it's it's a little creepy, but it doesn't creep me right out. I think it's, it's creepy right out everybody. You know, to each their own. I mean, I, I mean, you, people get cremated, and we leave them in a box on the mantle. It's, yeah, but those it's, are
0: ashes, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. But it's their body, just all burnt down.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're not looking at actual, you know, skin yeah, and pores yeah, and hair odd, and, and, and you know whatever else is. Yeah, I don't know. It just—I heard that on the so news. I heard able, Eileen do it on yeah. the news yesterday, and and actually went. What? What?
1: So yeah, so the 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 widow is going to say, okay, yeah, this is for sure the one that we want, or not, or you know, the whole back piece, whatever it is. But hmm. yeah, it's um, it's different. They're calling it groundbreaking. Yeah. That the kids are excited about it too. Um, make a tattoo coffee table book with the tattooed skin as a book cover. Make it absolutely, completely and totally weirder than it already is, says this person. And as far as your keepsakes go, my favorite keepsakes are my mom's uh, wedding ring in an engagement style. Um, holding S diamond crested from her... Mm, year, it did not all come through properly there, but it's jewelry. And a silver chief book from my grandmother. It's a beautiful blue book from, the World, War, from World War II era. That's from Trucker Dave.
0: I've got a weird Remember one. Remember
1: that body works. So Trevor says. Yep. good point. Trevor says. Remember body works. Real people preserved and displayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like the plasticity. Yeah, and I, and I found that as,
0: as just I mean, equally that would be creepy. Did you go to? It? I didn't go. Yeah, I, did. I didn't go. But I thought you know. Well, there was a baby room. Cool. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty creepy. Real quick, and then we'll uh, take the break. I've got a, an odd one. I've got my my father's wallet. Mm-hmm. and and my brother one of my brothers just mailed it to me and it's everything that was in his wallet the day he died so yeah. not the cash but you know regular you know all his cards yeah. his library card that kind of thing it's, I have no use for it whatsoever but I will not disrespect him by his memory by throwing it out but I don't know what to do with just it just
1: hold on to it I have my grandfather's wallet
0: for what reason though and I
1: just it's tucked into his original mechanics book from the RAF and it's just tucked in there really? it's just a keepsake yeah
0: yeah, I've, got it in, I've just got it in my safe right now. But every time I go into the safe to get something, I see that wallet, and I think, I don't know what I think. I just think I, I remember how many times I watched him pull that out of his pocket is what I think.
1: Well, your kids will do the same probably.
0: Yeah, yeah, some good memories. The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad.